0: Thank you Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, your Seriously Pointless Podcast, about all your nerdy and geek things across time. And I don't know what today, James. Maybe just the releases, the release sphere at this point. Thank God the
1: summer's drought is over. There are finally some games coming out again. There are some shows coming out again. And man, Uh it's been a long spring and summer because I don't know about you, but there wasn't as much this spring as there (laughs) usually is. It might be COVID, but... (laughs) there's been nothing at all this year. The,
0: the gaming gods have decided to shower us with with plenty the harvest has come James the
1: harvest has come
0: I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because there's definitely gonna be some reaping with some of these titles that I've seen it's and it's some of them are not so great and some of them are just stellar looking
1: now yeah don't worry we're in the we're in the age of too big to fail I mean look at cyberpunks' 2077. 3077 it's
0: 2077 sorry
1: 2077. Uh, yeah. Despite its incredible flop at launch, it what? actually had more concurrent players on Steam this mm-hmm. week than um, uh, what was the new one with Elden Ring.
0: Well, it had it got it was on a super sale, It was like seventy percent off or something. Stupid. Yeah, the point
1: is though is that that's what they do with games these days, right? If you flop, you just keep patching them until eventually they're not a flop anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, a uh, big a big stand out there would be Cyberpunk, and then also No Man's Sky. I yeah. mean, it's one of the top. Open world, our uh, open world games now. It's like million sky is huge. It's really good though. And to be fair, at this
1: point, they actually have delivered everything they promised originally. Yeah, it only took them what five years. It only took them five more years, <laughs> which, to be fair <laughs> to them, <laughs> of the free patches. Lots. They That's a lot they, of goodwill. Which are not things they sold. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of goodwill on their part. Yep. I don't know how they've managed to make ends meet all the time. I guess they've been selling a lot of cosmetics, I don't know.
0: That's what happens, man. But before we get delve into how we feel about some of these newer releases and games that come up, uh, let's do a quick little, how you been, man? Because it's been a little while, I know. It's been, I've been working too much, man.
1: It's. Uh, I know this is something which everyone's probably experiencing right now, but everyone's short staffed, and I got called in, and I did 11 straight 12 hour days, and I
0: you can thank the you can thank those baby boomers for retiring or they saw they saw the writing on the, on the wall they said the economy's about to go tits up uh we're gonna get I out mean, while it's while we're good and
1: the thing is i can't even be mad at them because like if i was 65 and my retirement was set i would have been like screw you guys i'm going home <laughs> i mean
0: that is it's 100%. not it's
1: not a hard math to do i i i
0: 100 agree with <laughs> you like man i could
1: continue working and risk my life given my advanced age or i could just go home and enjoy my retirement
0: that's kind of why I'm kind of surprised that your dad is 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 still because he's he's getting close, isn't he? He's sixty-ish.
1: Yeah, he's sixty-ish. He has some time to go still. And okay. I don't know how long he intends to work for. <laughs> the Thing is, he's in tech too, so it's not exactly a hard on your body profession. So what are you talking
0: about, James? Carpal synd- carpal tunnel syndrome is rampant through our field. Okay. I mean, I know it's. Uh... <laughs>
1: You gotta do hundred reps of reach for the Doritos during the day, but
0: hey, 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 it's 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 uh, Monster Mountain Dew. Thank you very much. I'm sorry,
1: it's a little behind. I'm behind the That's time. That's right.
0: Now. You get the you get the Dorito dust on your on your on your nubs, and then you're like clicking away, and it just gets everywhere. And you know,
1: if you have a mechanical keyboard, it wouldn't matter.
0: That's true. They don't want to bias those. <laughs> they they don't they don't spruce that. Don't they care about you? They put a limit. <laughs> so that was really funny. That I, I had actually asked that. Um, whenever I first started over at my new job, I, I'd asked them, uh, like, Hey, do we get an allowance for any like equipment and stuff? And they told me what it was. And I was like, it's a hundred dollars. I was like, Oh, I can get a nice keyboard, like each, like nice keyboard, a nice mouse for a hundred bucks. No, they're like together. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help me at all.
1: Back to Logitech. That's all I gotta
0: say. (laughs) I almost, I almost did. But some (laughs) of the guys are super into it and they get like really nice high end, like, like keyboards. Like one of the guys, he actually told me. He's dropping like $400 on a keyboard. But then again, like I said, he if you think about it, he spends probably eight hours a day clicking away on a keyboard. I mean, I get it, but... I know, and he's also single. So like I $120,
1: that. bucks will buy you a nice mechanical keyboard with I, lots of pretty lights and all the bells and whistles, and like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I bought a $100 mouse, too, but... Again, that's about the limit where you get actual features you might want.
0: He's is weird. So it, the way he described it, it was like it's like separated. It's supposed to be ergonomic, but it's it's, too, it's split in two. It's split into. It's basically like keyboard split in two. Oh, it's one of those bent ones. But it's not. Yeah, but it's not like it's two different pieces though. Oh. So that's why I was kind of like, it's a little interesting. I'm like. I'd be interested to see what it's like. He hasn't gotten it yet. So I'm, I'm interested to see if he likes it or not. I could I totally.
1: He is. I mean, as long as it's going on to a standard desk, Yeah. I don't how see. much actual split are you going to do? I, I guess you could put your Mountain Dew between the halves of the keyboards.
0: I don't know. I think it's just more of a novelty <laughs> thing, honestly, at this point. Just kind of the way he described it. But I'd be interested yeah. to see if he likes it. So you know,
1: If you work on computers, you play on computers. That's just how it is.
0: Well, yeah, that is true. I I have noticed that it's either one end of the spectrum or the other. There's guys that literally live on their machines. Like, that's what they do for fun. Like, they'll play games, and they they don't get off the screen. And those guys are like, when I'm done, I leave. And I don't look at a computer screen for, like, (laughs) until I have
1: to go back to work. I'm just saying, if you were to go out to the university and go to the computer sciences department, there are physical locks on the cases to all those computers, so all the students can't play pranks on each other.
0: A hundred, (laughs) yeah. i believe it i believe it probably also to keep them from like going in and trying to figure out how all the shit works honestly yeah, i mean <laughs> that's that's what i'd be more afraid of but it's a so.
1: university computer i mean there's a lot you can do with those. I, exactly
0: yeah <laughs> uh, story i did do i have to tell you the story this is we're going off on tangents. so i have to tell you the story about um uh our one of our friends i'm not going to say his name because it, it, he probably could have gotten trouble for the like serious trouble for this did you ever hear about him? Whenever he was going to school with me at university here, he downloaded the entire uh, like seven twenty or ten eighty p season of uh, The Sopranos over the university uh, internet.
1: Oh, that's not a good move.
0: Yeah. yeah, he got a sternly worded letter.
1: I bet he did because. Probably close. To I went off. to a different university, but our guys there definitely knew how to run a packet shaper. They knew exactly what you were doing, yeah, with a torrent or something like that. Oh yeah.
0: Well, that's why he he did it. I think he did it unknowingly, act like by accident, and he it's it. They can tell when you download, whenever like maybe say like two percent of the entire school's bandwidth gets centered off onto one IP address. They—that's a lot of IP. Considering you've well, got like they probably got like <clears throat> gigs of data coming in at all places. Oh yeah.
1: Well, and that was actually a flaw back when we were in college. At least with most university yeah. web server systems, is that your whole floor of the dorms like shared a good internet connection. It was yeah. a fast industrial internet connection, but it had limits. And the thing is, like the longer you were consistently monopolizing it, you could gradually. As people went off and online, take up more and more slices yeah. of the pie. And so, if you were running like a torrent server or something where you could consistently yeah. chew through the bandwidth, you could slowly take over all the internet for your floor. Oh, yeah. And then they would notice real fast.
0: Yep. That's why you got to be careful. With that. That's <laughs> the one, that was the one blessing. I probably would have gotten my, my, my hand slapped if I lived in the dorms at the time. I luckily like didn't live in the dorms because one, I just, I, why live at the dorm when you can live up in your house with your parents yeah. and not have to pay for rent or anything? No,
1: I I did use the uh, the computer in the front office at the Newman Center to run a <laughs> Minecraft server back that in That doesn't surprise me at all. I ran it in no graphical interface mode, so no one would see that it was running in the background. But, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there was you.
1: like 12 of us who would go over there and play on the
0: Minecraft server. Oh my gosh. That's that's hilarious. I love it, actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the kind of thing I love. I love a little part of me wants to kind of do that at some point, like just run like a, a, a gaming server, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, I got my I got my data server set up, so I'm, I'm happy with it, so. Yeah. But so other than the, the BS of work, have you ever been sitting down, taking it easy, doing anything, trying to relax a oh, little bit? Oh, Death Stranding
1: came up on the Game Pass, and I know this is like, Game of the year from like two or three years ago, but I've been enjoying it. You know
0: what? You're gonna play uh, delivery simulator, I'm simulator. gonna play delivery
1: simulator. <laughs> it's
0: fun. <laughs> I really want to dig my teeth into. It. Are you? Have you gotten very I, far into it?
1: I've gotten like just two or three hours into it. I'm okay. like on the Amelie chapter. Like I'm about to like make my second or third connection. I said I. And it's uh, I've got to say I just got myself a big monitor. I got a uh, what was it? A 42 inch
0: 4K 4K LED yeah. monitor.
1: It was, it's a couple-year-old model, but it's gorgeous. And uh, it is as big as it could possibly need to be. <laughs> but, hey, this thing is... These games are almost photorealistic almost photo quality in 4K with uh, wow. HDR.
0: It's gorgeous. A little part of me, so that's what I'm planning on doing. Hopefully, once I get my... The plan is here to get that new uh, standing desk. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to try and get another... I might retire this monitor. Two smaller... Uh, either 24s or 32 inch uh, 4K monitors, and just mm-hmm. do that and double up on it, so I can use it as a workstation too. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So I, because I'm, these are both old. This this monitor right here is probably close to 10 years old, and this one's probably close to like seven.
1: And so. that's what mine was whenever I replaced it. I mean, it was a decent 1080p monitor. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't on the high end even when I bought it.
0: Yeah, at a certain point, it's it's, like it's it's a 60
1: hertz 1080p. It wasn't like amazing. Yeah,
0: it, it 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 doesn't look amazing It doesn't look amazing, but it doesn't look like awful. So it's like it does the job. And most of the stuff I play online, if I play anything, it usually gets up thrown on the big screen, which can handle most of that stuff. So the refresh rate isn't isn't too bad on it. So, but I I'll be interested to see you know what comes up in the future. But I'm glad you're enjoying it. You have to tell me how if anything else looks decent on it at all, because I know I I I'll be honest.
1: The first game I played on was the Binding of Isaac, which. <laughs> did it look better no
0: <laughs> those sprites were not meant to be like three inches tall says you i think i think every, the binding isaac deserves all reference reference, reference from it i I, mean, I like
1: like i like watching little boys like cry and pee as they run across the screen as much as the next guy but
0: oh my god it sounded like my fly friday afternoon there running across the floor <laughs> peeing. um probably my my, my son honestly but no. Um, so, have you been watching anything? You're just been trying to take it easy, just trying to no, it a mostly bit? taking it easy. There, yeah. Yeah.
1: this anime season's been a little bit lackluster. It's okay. I've been enjoying the Sandman thing, which we're going to be talking about for our next episode. Yep. Um, yeah, there's been a little bit to watch, but no, not too much. It's, it's just okay. kind of been a busy fall, really.
0: So, kind of going off that a little bit, I, I will, I will admit that I actually took one of your recommendations and I started watching don't hurt me uh please don't hurt me my healer oh, that one,
1: actually i forgot that one's
0: great isn't it i started watching it and i'm like thinking i'm like it, immediately when it started off i was like what am i watching and then i got into and they finally met the i can't even remember her name because i'm only one episode in the the healer gal the mm-hmm. dark elf and i'm like i kind of love her
1: Oh, she's great. I mean and especially the first episode where she's like, I tried to fix your face but I couldn't. And it's just like but you never see
0: his face. I love that's And I love. the bear
1: is like, She tried all night, I saw her do it.
0: <laughs> but and then they, but then you see like the, the, the puppet and it's got pins in it, and I'm like <laughs> They're like that's not a, that's not that's not healing magic. That's obviously voodoo or something so I'm like, This is great. This is curse magic. That's why I was like, this is phenomenal. So I think I'm going to dig a little well, bit more into that series one.
1: Series is her nagging on him. I mean, it's, well, that's I mean, what the hell
0: there is to it. Well, that's fine. I can deal. I, I gotta have to. I have to enjoy every once in a while. I want to veg out and have something fun like that because you just sometimes you get a little too serious anime. I I love more the, the satirical anime and the kind of the slightly goofy anime. Like I. Uh, a good example of this is the Overlord series. It doesn't take itself super serious all Which, the time.
1: Overlord Season 4 has been good, too.
0: I know. So you like it probably because they, they've thrown the dwarves into the mix. Well,
1: so You love me a good set of dwarves. But.
0: I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've i been powering through that. And I finally actually got to the point. I think they're not done with it yet, I don't believe. Because I know um, no, they're like on episode eight or nine or something. We're yeah. getting close to the season climax, for yeah. That stuff, but I'm all caught up with it. So I'm I'm excited to see how they how they they flesh it out a little bit more. But that's been keeping me busy on the video game side. I'm kind of like you, man. I just haven't had a whole a whole ton of time um, to to sit down and just relax a little bit. I've had about an hour a night maybe to do do play a little bit. But because we're getting to do what are called or the uh, corporate games, we're mm-hmm. gonna do apparently. Apparently it's, it's like a, a smash brothers and halo tournament. Or no what? God, I wish that would <laughs> be great. So it's, um,
1: you said something about training for basketball or something. So,
0: so here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> the city puts on like a, I wouldn't say triathlon, more of like an Olympics style, uh, e- uh, set of events where they have all these recreational things. And for, for different teams, for different companies throughout the city. So like the City of Cape signs up has, has teams for it and all these other companies. Actually San Francis has mm-hmm. one actually. So but anyways, you have to you have to play and like third, second and first place teams get points depending on how it is and depending on understanding and then they add those points up at the end and that's whoever gets first place. And it takes like two weeks to get all this stuff done. Mm-hmm. So it'll start it starts tomorrow, which luckily I'm not in any of those events. Good. I take it easy. Good. But I signed up for a lot more and I'm starting to regret what I did sign up for, but I like, see, I got <laughs> to sign up for. So I did. I signed up for indoor soccer, which shout out to our buddy, Zach. I have to, I, I kind of need to go out and help him with that because, mm. uh, I, I'm going to be the hooligan on the team, probably taking people out. So, cause that's all I'm good for. I'm not that fast. <laughs> um, sign up for basketball, flag football. I got dodgeball and softball. So mm, all the violent sports. What do you say? Dodge? Oh, yeah. Dodgeball is violent, so... Football, dodgeball. Yeah, but it's flag football. So- soccer, I mean. And, and basketball, so... The only things I'm good for. You're going to do all the fouling, then. Yes, I am going to do all the fouling. That's what I'm good for. <laughs> yeah. Some, some body checks. I'm, well, they do with other things like darts and, and billiards, which... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a awful. Gel- at, a gentleman's sport. I'm awful at both of those. Yeah. Unless I start to get really drunk, and then I get really good, and I don't want to do that, so... <laughs> I'm not that great at it, but I think a couple of other guys... You get better when you're drunk, you is careless that's probably pretty much what it is so but yeah that's 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 what i've been doing we're doing they are way more into that kind of stuff than i am and they're like we're gonna do practices guys and i'm just like you know these are for made-up points and it's a plaque that we get the, thing
1: the amount of practicing you're going to accomplish is not going to make any difference.
0: tell tell everyone else that james i unless think unless you're going to practice like 20 or 30 hours
1: whatever
0: uh, that's why I kind of said whatever. I was like, I'll go to a couple practices and make it make a thing out of it. But actually, I really started enjoying kind of getting out there on the court and playing basketball again. Actually, I think our, some of the guys at work are wanting to start doing pickup games, maybe weekly pickup games, or like maybe like once every couple weeks. So that would be a good excuse for me to get out there and around. All I know is we, we played some five-on-five five against some younger kids uh, yesterday, and I played for about 45 minutes, dude. I'm old. <laughs> my knees hurt so bad today <laughs> Bad, and i'm just like, like 45 minutes sounds absolutely brutal there were breaks in between there but man dude i i'm not young anymore james <laughs> i'm definitely not I'm like my my ankle like i iced the living crap out of my legs last night or my knees last night and they're still sore so i was like i just i'm gonna have to take it a little easier on my old weary body but <laughs> but no other than that in my free time though uh i have been playing a little bit of uh, days gone Okay. Which is, um, that's also actually, that's actually on the the PlayStation Now. Um, not PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus is what it is called. But anyways, it's an open world, uh, <coughs> post-apocalyptic zombie game. It's actually pretty fun. So you play okay. um, a guy named uh, Deacon St. John. He was part, he's an ex-military guy that uh, joined up with a biker gang. And actually ended up falling in love with a gal that was a... Uh, PhD, PhD biologist that was working on uh, something. You don't really know what it is. Um, but then you guys get separated during the apocalypse or the, the, the big zombie outbreak type thing. And his whole thing is he's trying to find her kind of thing. It's it's really fun. So it's a nice little open world type game. Um, I probably dropped over the last like th- three weeks, maybe 25 hours into it. Wow! But it's, it's fun. I'm enjoying it because uh, I've been wanting to play it for a while. Mm-hmm. So... It just, I just really wanted to see what it was like. There are a couple of things that kind of, it does have a little bit of clipping that bothers me, but <laughs> other than that, it's, it's, it's still fun. So, it's been keeping my, keeping my, it's, it's scratching my open world itch because every once in a while I get. that. Is back. this like a
1: Daisy thing where it's like multiplayer at the same time? Or no,
0: is it single player. It's all single player, which that's what I like about it. It is. It, I think I'm as I'm getting older, like I'm kind
1: of like, it, well, you do like a survival crafting big world thing, and like yeah. some guy who's sunk a million hours into it shows up with the laser gun and kills you when you're trying to chip your You mean arrow. a laser
0: gun attached to a dinosaur that attached he's attached to a
1: dinosaur <laughs> he's riding around. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hypothetically it might have happened the one time I played ARK and I'm just like I'm done with this game. Yeah,
1: that's why I don't play ARK.
0: <laughs> yeah. That a couple of guys from my last job try to get me to to play on that and I did it and I'm like, nope, I'm done later. Bye. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah. that's uh, a little bit of what I've been doing. Um if you guys want to tell us what you guys have been up to, just uh, shoot in. Let us know. Uh, shoot us some um, direct message, whatever you guys want to do, or DMs, as the kids say nowadays. Um, I keep thinking of instant messenger, Microsoft. The uh, what was it? Yahoo Messenger. That's all I can Wait, think what of. What happened to Skype. Skype's still around. It's
1: just it's still around, but it, like it just died a quiet death. And you it, like, if there was uh, ever the time for it to rise, it would have been during COVID. But that's what ha- well, that's, that's that's Zoom for you, man. Zoom overtook Zoom them. took over everything. Because
0: Skype's Microsoft's thing, right? I think so. I want
1: to say it used to come
0: packaged with Windows, didn't it? I have no. Yeah, I know it's I know it's on my computer all the time, and I, mean, I try to get everyone used
1: Skype. Whenever we started college, but then Facebook kind of became the next
0: big thing. I think Skype kind of started dying when Facebook Messenger yeah, took over. Maybe I, I have no idea. But anyways, I know we've been rambling quite a bit. Anyway, let's let's rambling. get into some of the the big releases, I guess, for the year. Now we're not going to go over everything that was released and the the bigs because at this point in the, in the in the in the in this point since we're releasing this. Uh, several uh, games, uh, gaming conventions, and uh, direct release or direct release announcements have basically come out. At this point, we got Gamescom came out, PAX twenty twenty two PAX East twenty twenty two came out. That was um, a big Nintendo direct drop. Big Nintendo direct drop. They had a Sony, uh, a Sony. I call it for lack of a better word, a better word, Sony Direct. That's way it is. PlayStation Direct. And they also just now, uh, since we've this is the sixteenth of uh, September that we're recording this. Tokyo Games, Gaming convention Gamescom, yeah. is, uh, Tokyo Gaming Convention is going on right now as well. Oh, that's so they have a lot of really good indie little games over there, and I that's going on right now. And I actually actually watching some of the, uh, the highlights of there, and there's some good ones there. But we're not going to go over everything because that's way too much to get into. Yes. We are going to call out some of our favorites that we've seen things. so far. Yeah. So, James, let's start from GamesCon. Is there anything in particular that you were really... Uh, did you get a chance to look at anything at all? I didn't get a chance to see the GamesCon one. What did you find that you so liked So, for me in particular, I really liked... Um, the big one that, that stood out to me was uh, Moonbreaker. So, if you look at it, it's... I love tabletop, like... Um, uh, uh, Turn based, uh, like mini mini figs. Yeah, it's basically what it is, and so it is. It looks like like a Warhammer type game, but it's it but a uh, w- tabletop Warhammer game, but it has all these really unique little mini figs and everything like that. And you can unlock them as you move along, and you can upgrade them and things like that. And I like that kind of stuff. I
1: it's got kind of an Overwatch aesthetic to it.
0: Yeah, just like are the, kind of like the the
1: postmodern like Tokyo. But the thing, industrial thing
0: but the thing that I thought was really cool is apparently Brian Sanderson is involved in making this really so the author the, the if you guys know Brian Sanderson he's a very well-known uh, fantasy and sci-fi author um, apparently he had his hand in some of the world building on this so I, I will I'm extremely interested in looking at this so it might be a
1: new thing now because they had uh, I mean Elden ring did the same thing though against uh, start having actual authors come in do these games.
0: To be fair, you know, these guys have plenty, I mean, I mean plenty of experience getting in there and and trying to um uh, make, you know, worlds essentially. So, um mm-hmm. I, I can't see why they would want to pass up anything, you know, a good a good opportunity well, to get some I, good publicity a
1: big, a big AAA release has so much world and stuff put into it that just having good uh writing helps a lot.
0: Oh, 100%, dude. Um and the other thing that I was actually going to talk about is uh, Lords of the Fallen. So this one, I think all we got for this was a cinematic trailer. But this is another big game that's going to be coming out. Um, and it looks like it's mostly going to be a um, first-person I mean, game. I'm a
1: sucker for a giant hand reaching above dirt. Well,
0: I think it's going to be kind of a Dark souls game. So I, I, I'm interested to see what it does. And it looks like it's it's definitely going to be more of a kind of a uh, Dark Soulsy RPG kind of thing. So I don't know. It, they didn't release a whole ton of it, ton ton for it, but I mean, the
1: trailer definitely looks like it's going to be more Dark Soulsy. Uh, and definitely after the success of Elden Ring, I don't think the Dark Souls genre is going anywhere anytime
0: soon. No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely not.
1: Which is interesting to me because I thought people were starting to get tired of it, but it is still going strong.
0: Uh, then the other one I saw that I really enjoyed was uh, Where the Wind Meets. So this is basically, um, I wouldn't call it a, what's the word? It's not Sekiro. It's, um, oh man, it was the one that uh, Team Ninja came out with, the the samurai game a while back. I started to play it and I totally forgot about it. Um stopped playing it, but this kind of looks very similar to it. But it also looks more like it's it's more heavily populated. And you've got cities that you interact with. It's almost got like a weird kind of like
1: a boring states or
0: no. I was gonna or... say it, it's got more of what it look, appears to be kind of like a Grand Theft Auto types thing where you can run around the city. Uh, and look at the
1: trailer it looks almost Assassin's Creed with the rooftop. Oh on. yeah,
0: yeah, it definitely does have that kind of that Assassin's Creed type thing going on. But it looks like you it, can kind of you, ninja magic. You, yeah, you gain uh, you gain like. Um, yeah, see, this is pretty cool. We're sorry, we're watching the trailer while we do this as well, guys. Because so, I know James hasn't got a chance to look at a lot of the stuff, but it definitely has a lot of Assassin's Creed. People basically have started calling this Assassin's Creed uh, in Japan, but I don't believe this is definitely not... What was
1: that game? It was set like in a fantasy London, and you like meet the dark one and you get like a black heart and there's a bunch of like whale oil stuff oh you're
0: on. talking about dishonored
1: dishonored that's what it reminds me of it looks like a, a japanese dishonored
0: oh yeah 100 percent. you got yeah. some
1: stealth elements you got some magic elements you got ghost of Sh- you got like an open world city yeah I bet. i'm good. to show that one to kelly she'll probably like that one
0: it looks really good so it's ghost of shushima actually is what i was talking about that's yeah. what i that's i played that one i i've enjoyed that i need to get back to it but this is the other one I kind of thought about. It, this looks... Like artsy. It looks artsy. Very much so. And it looks more of like a... So the cool thing I saw about this is uh, it goes just between side-scrolling platformer for a lot of the stuff. But when you do go into combat encounters, it does this. Where you can actually move around. It's got and, more like a slasher. Yeah, oh, move um, into more of an arena type thing. I like that kind of st- like that style. So that one looked interesting to me. Yeah, it could be interesting. Um, I uh, kind of an evolved
1: em up type. idea, oh, yeah. where instead of you're just like you know old school Ninja Turtles on the screen.
0: I do. I you go to an arena. That
1: could be fun.
0: I do like the Ninja Turtles type stuff. So now let's move into the Nintendo Direct stuff. I know this is more of your bread and butter, James. This is
1: more my bread and butter. I know. I'm basically
0: like any that, any obviously there's one big one that I that, know you're the, gonna say the, something the about.
1: Big one, yeah. Um, the big one's the Kingdoms of Hyrule. So. <laughs> They a, dropped the a, Breath a, of the Wild sequel finally. We saw it in an early trailer last year which was just kind of a hey guys we
0: haven't forgotten about you trailer. This one actually has some actual content in it. It looks really cool. I actually got a chance to see the gameplay trailer. I I am excited. So it almost looks like they have like an overworld for like little like little like floating islands above.
1: I don't think it's any accident that Skyward Sword got a HD remake <laughs> this year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like the aesthetic, the floating islands, it very much looks like sky. it's like a ruined kingdom in the sky with Skyward Sword. Yeah. And a lot of the gameplay bits they did show shows like that stuff coming down into the Hyrule overworld area. Which that map looks to be very similar or the same. And so I'm wondering what they're going to do. I will tell you what people are, fans are losing their mind over like one line of the trailer where they talked about being able to farm. And so everyone is losing their minds saying that Zelda's becoming a farming Sim.
0: I don't want to play a farming Zelda Sim.
1: <laughs> and that's what everybody is saying. I don't want to Nobody, do it. guys, it's a gigantic game. I'm sure you're going to be able to, like, sow a rice seed and harvest it. You, I, I doubt it's going to
0: be a core mechanic of the game. You know my... I mean, this
1: could be, like, a kingdom rebuilding simulator yeah. now, and it just depart further from the core Zelda franchise. Oh, yeah. Which Breath of the Wild was a departure from the main franchise themes.
0: It was. And because it definitely that's that is one of the nice because things. Like,
1: where do you go? Like you explored the wild in the last game, so if yeah. you're gonna stay on the same map, you have to have some new goal for what's going on. So rebuilding is a logical idea, but it looks like they're gonna gonna take you up to the sky and maybe the maybe away.
0: they'll pull in the rice and ruin like could uh, be like rice and ruin. I'm interested to see. I, I will be interested. That one actually so I'm actually gonna throw out the the they're saying that it's supposed to launch uh may 12th 2023 so i know you've already
1: almost been... a year away it's like two
0: two-thirds of a year
1: it's a long way off
0: that's okay well i'm sure they'll have a couple other things to release closer to the release day um i'm not as su- honestly surprised that they actually re- showed us any gameplay of it honestly but
1: i think it's because they had previously teased it was going to be late 2022 yeah and it's getting pushed back again it's no surprise there. Every every big studio game that was under development during COVID had some slowdowns. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised that everything's late. But they had to show something.
0: Yeah, you you start to kind of lose faith in a company if they don't. They've either... got a concrete.
1: They've got a concrete day, and Nintendo historically has always honored their actual days when they finally give them.
0: So yeah, we kind of goes back to that old adage that we've been talking about for a while. It's like you need to like structure your marketing well otherwise if you don't time it right there people are either going to lose interest or they're going to it's 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 kind of like if you don't if you don't time it just right they're going to lose interest right you and, can only
1: hype for so long and yeah, that's like
0: that's why how i feel about god of war at
1: this point yeah so. like the new pokemon games, an example like they started yeah. hyping it at the beginning of this year and they've been doing little bitty drips and it's gotten to the point where people were just tired of hearing about it because they've oh, yeah. revealed everything they can realistically reveal without ruining the game. But I mean yeah, thankfully
0: it's coming out soon. I guess other big
1: news stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pikmin 4, that was never a game series that I played much of. I know it is much loved it's, by a lot of people. It is fun.
0: I've I played it a couple times. Um, it doesn't have
1: a release date. Sometime next year. Yeah. Uh, Octopath, which was much
0: beloved by a lot of people. Octopath Traveler 2, yeah. One of the
1: first like traditional RPGs in a long
0: time to be done right. Big, biggest news on that one, though. It is exclusive to the Switch for uh, right oh, now. Yeah, I didn't know that. It has not been announced on any other platform it's probably a timed exclusive that's like the new thing where it's like it's which a switch ins- for a
1: year and then it goes everywhere which is
0: insane though so for a reference guys the first octopath traveler came out first on xbox mm-hmm. and then it came to switch yeah and it still hasn't come to to playstation yet yeah so that i'm just amazed that they're even i guess nintendo just decided to close the deal on this one to try to they get at least have, some yeah. lemon i mean i
1: mean it's a natural fit for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Like the, the old school, like Nintendo era, like, you know, SNES era graphics, the long, long time sinks that tend to go into those type of games. Like, it's a natural fit for the semi portable console.
0: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, the other couple things they had a new uh, Fire Emblem game is coming out. I'm not really interested in that. You? No, no, probably not. Not a big thing. The
1: Pokemon game, of course, is coming out next month. Yeah. By two months, it's November. So.
0: Uh a lot of the new Nintendo sixty four games are coming onto the emulator.
1: Yes. If you have the Pokemon Stadium
0: one and two. If you
1: have the Nintendo if you have Switch online and then you pay for the boost or whatever the heck they call their extra little bit. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium's coming on there and some other stuff too. I, that was the biggest name one.
0: Yeah, um uh, quite a quad of a lot of things. I know I Go- the Pokemon Like Gold, Stadium. yeah, no, Goldeneye, bunch of the Mario parties um in i'm trying parties th- are
1: big news yeah goldeneye and this is interesting to me they're releasing goldeneye on the nintendo switch and right after the nintendo direct dropped xbox dropped that they are actually releasing a full goldeneye remaster not not a port like the one on the nintendo and this one is backed by the the company who rated it may I remember this even though it was a nintendo 64 exclusive back in the day yeah The whole GoldenEye franchise wasn't made. It's not a first party Nintendo company. No, no, no. And so they've actually contracted with Xbox and they're doing a full remaster with a graphical update and everything for the Xbox subscription service. Which I think is going to be really big news when it comes out because the GoldenEye speedrunning community is still alive and well. That is a true classic game. And I think with an update and some horsepower behind it,
0: they could really make that game shine. Dude, that that soundtrack is iconic. It's extremely iconic. Everybody knows that soundtrack whenever it comes through. But We want to talk about a game that pushes the hardware it was built for. Oh, 100%. We were talking about this before we started recording. But
1: yeah, that was a game that was literally doing so much that if you looked down at the ground instead of up at the scenery, the game, to... the game would run faster. Yeah. Like it was it's really to, pushing the hardware if
0: you guys want to see some fun stuff i know he's talking about watching these people speed run this this is what they will do to try to make it move faster whenever they're playing the game they can kind of clip and make it run faster and cut down all those frames to get that speed run time mm-hmm. down it's pretty fun to watch so if you guys just go to like speedruns.com i think it's what it's called or whatever yeah. it is yeah just type in Goldeneye, whatever it is it's pretty fun to watch if you got i just want to watch that in the background
1: I, Those are fun ones to watch, because the GoldenEye speedruns yeah. tend to be, like, one level, so they're, like, a two-minute run. Yeah. It's not like sitting down Easy. to watch a 64-120-star run or something. James, what
0: are you talking about? I, I enjoy sitting down and watching somebody do three hours uh, playing a speedrun for Terra Era. I mean, Terra. personally,
1: I enjoy the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! card game speedruns, which take, you on know, 72
0: hours. Oh. Uh.
1: Uh, or someone who's doing a 100% completion of Final Fantasy VII or something, which takes uh, like a literal week. <laughs> I it's, mean, it's
0: awful, good. man. The things
1: that some people will do to themselves. I mean, I used to think the Breath of the Wild 100% speedrun was bad, but that's just the tip of the iceberg.
0: Oh, yeah. It there, gets a lot worse. There's some there's marathons on some things, and that can't be good for their bodies. But um, Other news that came oh, out there. They had a Ni
1: No Kuni remaster yeah. just dropped on the Xbox service. Yep which I'm definitely going to play that one. It looks like it got a nice graphical update. Is that the Wrath of the,
0: the White Witch? Yeah, which I think yeah. is the first one, right? It is the first one, yeah.
1: And so I, I haven't played the series yet, but I know from you, you loved it to death.
0: So. I have the first and second ones on my Switch. I've played them. Now that I know that's on my on the uh, Game Pass, I will probably play them on the Game Pass. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it thoroughly. It's a cute uh studio uh, studio ghibli uh style game and I, I love that they had their hand in it making it so right, here's
1: something for the xbox service you probably didn't see yet what talk about a niche market but they released a cultivation master like simulator thing on the xbox Cult- service
0: cultivation
1: master? so you probably hear me talk about like chinese fantasy before right okay, so yeah. one of the chinese fantasies is this taoist fantasy the idea that you can absorb the spiritual energy, the energy of the universe, and like transform yourself, and eventually transcend your mortal limits and become a man can become an immortal master. Okay. So it's like the Chinese kung fu movie taken up to steroids. This is Chinese fantasy. Oh my! It's real big in Chinese web novels. It's leaking over into anime and into Western media <laughs> now too. It's a, it's becoming a really big thing. Um, but there is a like Rimworld style thing now, Sweet which Jesus. I know is weird, but like. It starts with, like, three people who have, like, been exiled from, like, your destroyed sect or something, and you're supposed to, like, build this new Taoist sect and, like, elevate yourself until you're, like, your sect is flourishing and you're becoming an immortal master. I've, like, only looked at it for 10 or 15 minutes last night, but I was looking at that and, like, wow. One, this looks pretty cool, but two, like, this is a really, really niche game. (laughs)
0: Everybody's got Apparently that. Apparently
1: it came out a couple of years ago and it's just coming to Xbox now, but I might give it a try. Yeah, you try it out. I tend to lose it. interest in those Rimworld-style like Rimworld management games. That's more Kelly's thing.
0: Yeah, right? I, I enjoyed him a little bit, I know, but it's just it's just not my cup of tea. But I, I will give it a shot if I get a, get a chance to kind of see what it's like, but yeah. Um, other things that I'm not so excited about, um, the, apparently, uh, there's like four Resident Evil games coming to the Switch, one of which is Village, which is their newest one. Have you seen? I lost interest in Resident Evil. It's okay. A while ago. I'm just it's, interested uh... to see how bad it looks because if you, if you get online, you just get, humor me whenever you get home in mm-hmm. the night, just look up the, tr- the game, some gameplay for Resident Evil on any hardware, mm-hmm. even just the Xbox or the PlayStation. It's mm-hmm. so much better looking and I'm just interested to see how down res they're going to have to make this to have it play on the Switch. They're going to have to
1: bring it down quite a bit and I'm I'm wondering if Nintendo is going to update the Switch at some point, but apparently Switch sales are actually higher than they've ever been and so as long as console sales are up, they're not going to release a new console. That
0: just, that just boggles my mind, man. I don't know. We'll see. I so. think the...
1: The semi portable idea was a
0: really good one on their part. Yeah, it really was. After uh,
1: years of ex- of experimenting with hardware that kind of flopped, like, you know, the DS and not the D S, the um Talking
0: about the Touch? Oh. You're talking about the
1: Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U.
0: I think yeah. they hit
1: gold with the switch, but
0: well, you know, you get flops every once in a while, but uh, other news: uh, golf's coming to Nintendo Sports, and then Ooh. also, which I I love me some Nintendo Sports. Yeah, that's a big office game. Also, some funny is getting a remaster too. Yeah, and you got Kirby's Return to dream Lane, it's getting a remake. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I like Kirby a lot. So Lane um, was a good one. I'm trying to think of what else. There's really not a. That's
1: not kind of all the Nintendo news, and a lot of it is. Out in the future. Oh, the um. Oh, what's the name with the Stardew Valley company?
0: Not Stardew. Talk about that one. The Forgotten Valley.
1: Story of Seasons. Yeah, this the Story of Seasons is the company who made the original, like most successful Harvest Moons. When they split off from Nintendo, they didn't get to keep the Harvest Moon name, but they are the same company. And uh-huh. the current Harvest Moons from sixty-four, from after sixty-four and onward, are. Run made by a different company, which is why they feel like a completely different game, and have been much less successful overall. But Story well, Seasons is
0: the original Harvest Moon crew, and they have another game coming. Well, out. you have fun playing that, James, because I will not. I don't. I don't. You don't like your little farming RPG
1: slice of life, Sim? Do you? Do you, you see this face. face? I do see that face, but Stardew Valley is magical.
0: Babe. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I hope you have endless amounts of fun for it. That's why I say it every day, every podcast. Different strokes for different folks. That's true. That's, true. That's right. So uh, I think that's about it. Anything else you want to talk about on the Nintendo? Nah,
1: that's all, that I think
0: um, PAX has.
1: What do we get on PAX?
0: Quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think. I threw a lot of random things on here for us, James. One I thought was kind of funny. With
1: turtle in the name, so. Uh,
0: like, it's called World Turtle.
1: I feel like anything with turtles, you have to be interested in.
0: <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> But this one is—I um, don't know if this was more of a horror one. Okay, so this is kind of a um, kind of got me thinking that this is kind of a kind of Lovecraftian type thing a little bit. But this is this is like a yeah, like hey we said, yeah you know? the ship's crew and they got stuck in an Arctic like a probably like in the eighteen hundreds probably they, they get stuck. In an ice oh, this is melt.
1: like a text based decision maker. Yeah, and it's, it's really fun. It's kind of like old school Oregon Trail.
0: It really feels like that, and I like those every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little part of me. I, I know uh, if you guys haven't figured this out, yeah, this I horrific, like the morbid things sometimes. I say, if this is
1: horrifically unfair, then I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> because that was one of the best parts of these text based games yeah. is just yep. how how brutal they are when you pick badly.
0: Oh, 100%, dude. That's why I, I kind of like this, because this kind of makes me feel. This makes me feel. It's like, are
1: you going to hunt for the whale or not? Oh, yeah. you did. Well, it turns out your ship capsized and your six best sailors are dead now. This to this rising.
0: makes me feel a lot like maybe like Darkest Dungeon or even actually the way it looks now that I'm looking at it, it looks a lot like um Frostpunk a little bit.
1: It's got a Frostpunk vibe with the the Arctic aesthetic.
0: So I grimy folks. I really, I, I want, yeah, I really want to play this and just kind of see what I it's like. A lot
1: of fun, eating the dead. <laughs> I know.
0: Here you go, James. And this is this is this one was for you though. It's World called World Turtle. World Turtle. I. So we were
1: talking about the Chinese like fantasy yep. aesthetic. This is another thing from that. It's interesting. We're starting to see Chinese fantasy spill over to Western stuff now.
0: What are you talking about, James? like this. Is a Chinese reversed. fantasy. This is Terry Pratchett at his finest. You you put that blasphemy away. <laughs>
1: I don't see three elephants on the tortoise's back, so it's not very
0: precious. And he was copying anyway. I, he 100 percent was. Yeah, it's, it's. I just think it's funny. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. This this one looks kind of like a nice little building sim, and it's. They have some stuff on there where you can like different turtle worlds will meet other turtle worlds, and you can like trade and stuff. It just looks so that looks cool. It just looks so weird and bizarre, and I'm just like, okay, I'm down for something weird like and bizarre. It's
1: like hex-based world-building sim thing.
0: Yeah, just something kind of goofy and dumb, and I'm like, you know what, I might... It
1: looks ju- like a turn-based RTS, that's your yeah,
0: team. Yeah, might might throw a few shekels its way, who knows. But uh, uh, there were a couple pretty heavy ones, so this one really piqued my I like... This one is called uh and that's uh, not Acura.
1: Wow, that looks just like Akura. Zelda Link to the past.
0: That's so it's kind of like that's what they they call it. So they call it a Zelda Link to the Past clone. Which but I'm
1: down with those are a lot of fun.
0: So this it looks really cool. So I was like, you know, it it's not probably not going to be that much. It's probably maybe like 20 30 bucks maybe tops. Mm-hmm. Um for what maybe probably 15 20 hour game maybe. That looks pretty I was good like,
1: actually, I like that. I
0: know, and it's why I was like, I threw it on there. I threw it on there because I know like, this was. I knew this was going to pique your interest, and I like these kind of games every once in a while. And it looks gorgeous. I mean, it just, just yeah. this gives me like that gives me. Um, especially, uh, if I old, can get that, especially
1: if I can get that on Switch, that'd be a blast.
0: I don't know if it'll go on Switch. We'll see. I um, don't Even on if it'd be fine too. They said this was on the Steam page. That just, looks like, sure. that just
1: looks like a natural Switch ally.
0: There you go, James. December twenty
1: twenty two, Akura. I have to get that
0: one. And you can play the demo until you get it, until oh, you, until it comes out. I know. See, you can keep you keep you satisfied, James. Keep me satisfied. Keep me satisfied. All my time and money.
1: Mm-hmm. Welcome to the neighborhood.
0: This reminds me of Rick and Morty one hundred percent. This is, this this is, is called scary. yeah. This is called Welcome to the Neighborhood. So it's like a like if Sesame Street went bad kind of thing.
1: Yeah. It's got that Sesame Street Avenue Q type vibe to it. And
0: I'm down for that.
1: Especially with some horror elements. I know that would make I, you very
0: happy. Oh, 100%. And this kind of reminds like, it kind of gives me that like um, uh, Avenue Q, Bioshocky type stuff to it. But it's, My it, Friendly Neighborhood. Yep. And that's what it's called. I will probably
1: play that one. That one looks cool.
0: And it is, I'm really hoping that some of these end up coming to uh, Game Pass or like that. Um... But yeah, it, it'll be it'll be fun. So, so fun fact: I know this is kind of a random tangent. They actually came out with a uh, comic book recently, and I'm trying to remember who wrote it. I'll look it up here while you're watching this. But it's a it's very similar thing. Like, uh, uh the the apocalypse hack happens, mm-hmm. and they have like they go they follow like Sesame Street type characters. Like, there's a Snuffleupagus type character, and there's um, um. What oh. was that
1: speed run we were watching the other day with the ink in it?
0: Oh, you're talking about Bendy and the ink machine? Yeah. I like kind
1: it kind of reminds me of some of that vibe, too, with the cartoons and, like, the dark kind of themes and the random weapons. But, yeah, yeah you're right. It does have some of the Bioshock vibes with the little yeah. cartoony messages and, like, some of the steampunk aesthetics.
0: I wonder what it's... I'm trying to remember what this one was called. What is it called? Survival cool. Street That's what it's called. It'd be cool. So yeah, the comic book is called Survival Street. I we're, I know we're all over the po- all over the thing, but yeah, but yeah, it is. It, like I said, the sock puppets and everything, and I'm just like this. Oh, looks fun. It looks like it's going to be a blast. So that was one that's on my radar. Um, oh, what was? I got a couple more in here that I know you were. I I thought you would like. I know that I I know I'm gonna like. Um. This is more of kind of a... Uh, another. This is One Last Breath. Yeah, another kind of like a post-apocalyptic thing. But it's kind of like a puzzle game, almost. But I like so this the this looks like a nature-themed puzzler. Yeah, but you're not like a human. You're like trying to go through... It's got
1: like some earth-regrowing vibes. This is like a post-apocalyptic, like nature-is-regrowing type
0: thing. Type thing, yeah, you're trying to fix the world kind of thing. And it looks fun. It's, it's definitely... Like
1: it's a 2D side-scroller.
0: Yeah, that looks like a fun one. I was I I thought would be kind of interesting. A oh, 3D side score. Um now this one on the other hand, um this is called uh No Place for Bravery. This has definitely got some really cool pixel art on it. This reminds me of uh Children of Mordia
1: kind of yeah. vibe to it.
0: But this apparently this one has got more uh darks or Moonwalker.
1: It's got some of those yeah. looks to it. This has
0: got some more dark soulsy vibes. I know of what they said when I was like, watching. Uh,
1: top-down Dark Souls bosser.
0: Yeah, it's definitely you have to watch like how you're fighting enemies and things like that. So I, I, I will probably... I might end up picking this one up uh, depending on what happens.
1: Yeah, we'll just see what it's like. lots If uh, it's like a, like a super high emphasis on boss fight Dark Souls era stuff, I probably won't, but if it's got more world exploration, I'll grab it.
0: I just love the art <laughs> at this point. Yeah, That's gorgeous. So... I'm um, trying to think of Dungeons of Aether. Is, ooh, we're going to roll you back just a little bit. This is more of like a dice roller game to kind of <laughs> see if um, based dungeon explorer. Kind of. Um, let's get to the gameplay. Yeah, that's cool. But okay, it's some type of element
1: dungeon thing going uh, on.
0: Why are they why are they telling us all this stuff? Yeah, so and you do this and then you have to like you have different attacks and things like that and you have like a little overworld. Interesting. And you have different rolls, and like you have to roll for your damage mm-hmm. and things like that. No, so it looks kind of tedious. Well, you know, apparently this was one of the ones that they thought mm-hmm. that kind of stood out and whatnot, but it seems tedious, he says. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Shovelmite's got a new one. That's the other one I was going to show tedious. you. All right, we'll get to it in just a minute. We're going to make you watch this, though, first. Demon School, James. This <laughs> I mean, sounds like a bad anime here. That's the whole point. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's what it is. It's an R- it's a tongue in cheek RPG. That's
0: why I was like, is like a JRPG mockery. I, I'm I'm kind of excited for this though. Honestly, this could be kind of cool actually. And it looks like it's more of kind of like a turn based uh, a turn based strategy, turn based RPG kind of thing. a tactics type thing. Yeah, I will probably end up getting that. Oh, and here's your baby, James Shovel Knight Dig is what they announced. It'll be coming out soon. You got seven days. You can get it. Oh man. I know. Do you want to get it James? Do you want to dig? Uh, I do kind of want to dig. Look, oh my goodness. Oh, look at that. It's like it's like Dig Dug except with shovel Knight, James. So much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Is it the same as the original shovel? Knight? no, but it's a little bit different. It'll be fine.
0: This definitely has uh it's kind of got some Steamworld Dig elements Steamworld Dig and then I was also thinking what's the it's not, is it Moodla? Moonla moon or what was what's the what's the um one where you're an archaeologist and you're digging splunky. Yeah. It's kind of got a lot of splunky vibes to it too, so It does. I'm interested to see, cool. I'm interested to see that, so. Um, all right. I don't know if there's a whole lot left. Uh, I do want to mention some of the Fall Anime that's coming out. Ooh, I forgot about that. I anime. don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but
1: Anime next season is going to be pretty jacked. We got Mob Psycho 100 season told. 3. Mom's like, uh, We got the sixth season of My Hero Academia. That's
0: right. The second
1: season of Spy X Family. If you still care about Bleach, the Bloodline Wars thing is coming out. What
0: anime? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I I don't care about that Bleach anymore.
1: <laughs> um, Golden Kamuy Season 4 is coming out. Okay. That is all pretty awesome. And there's a new one, which is supposed to be good, called Chainsaw Man. Hmm. Which... Features a person who can turn their like arms and face into a chainsaw, so it's supposed to be pretty graphic and twisted. I don't know if it's going to be good or just.
0: Apparently, this has been a a ripper
1: type thing, but
0: <laughs> it's been a uh, a manga over in Japan for a while. And I think it just got picked up finally.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I have actually seen. Apparently, it's been it's been popping up quite a bit on some cosplays. Yeah, and apparently, you know, like you said, it's got that really weird like vibe to it. I don't get it. At all, but I'll probably watch a couple episodes just to see whether or not I will hang on. Yeah. I don't and, know.
1: And that's mostly just stuff that's, you know, getting new seasons. I'm sure there's some new IP stuff that's good too, but that is what stuck out to me. So if you are a fan of any of the big anime names of the last couple of years, most of it's getting a new season this coming fall.
0: Yeah, I know you said that. So it's uh, be a big time. Well, I know you said that. Uh, uh, what was it? Made in the Abyss is going to be coming out after a little while. Yeah, Made in the
1: Abyss is coming out already now. Yeah. It just went to High Dive for some reason, which has decided to do their own $15 a month streaming service to try and cash in now. And
0: Everyone's going
1: to get their money, man. Well, and it's the thing. It's like I was happy when Funimation and Crunchyroll merged. I'm like, great, I can just watch one. And now High Dive is splitting out. And previously they put all their stuff on VRV, which was essentially Crunchyroll.
0: Yeah.
1: So I don't know.
0: You just gonna have to find a better way to do it look them up James
1: Well, I'll just go wait for the season to finish and I'll get a free trial at all I'll,
0: I'll, bid, I'll bid <laughs> in
1: well nothing else they had on their list of anime for the season seemed like it was worthwhile so I'm hoping they'll just kind of their webpage will be strangled in the great in the cradle and it'll just <laughs> they'll go back to putting it on their services
0: Oh James we're supposed to diversify so that we don't have Disney problems like that well,
1: that's true I don't want to have another Disney plus on our hands.
0: So we'll see though, but yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to talk about before no, we? Take I think it? that's enough news. I know we kind of we kind of powered through this episode. I know because, like I said, guys, it was mostly just a lot of releases this 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 time of year. Um, it wasn't a whole lot of controversy or news really, but this was well, the big news for us. The game release time of year is always what we look forward to. Because it kind of like gets a, us ready for the summer drought is finally over.
1: I know. We get really excited about new
0: games coming out. I get excited about games, and I'm going to purchase and probably never play, and they'll set my library. <laughs> <laughs> that's what ends up that happening. Is the problem with Steam games. <laughs> that is, that's the problem with Steam games. But luckily, that's why Game Pass is is better because if I don't play it, it goes away, and I have yeah. to get onto it. So, but yeah, all right, guys, we're going to head out of here. But I thank everybody for coming in. If you guys um anything at all, you guys want us to talk about, just hit us up, let us know. Um, if there's something we missed about games, if there's things that were interested in you, uh, interesting for you that we didn't talk about uh, in regards to any of the games that came out, just know, let us know. Because like I said, we are we're pretty niche kind of ideas on what we like about games. But, uh, but James, I just want to say thanks for coming in and uh, spewing your uh, Nintendo and anime knowledge for me. Of course, you keep me on track because I don't I don't remember everything all the time. So that's good. Oh, no, that's fine. So all right, guys, we're gonna head out of here. Have a wonderful day. All right. See you guys. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.